Welcome to The Lumber Ghost Mysteries, Episode 14, Season 1. In this episode, Lumber Ghost is pretty sure they can finally deal with the Mr. Lyman situation. Episode 14 is our penultimate episode of Season 1, and that makes this traditionally the appropriate time to rate, review, or subscribe, maybe like the Facebook page, maybe tell a friend, or maybe do all of those. It's up to you. For more information, please visit actualstorypodcasting.com. And now, let's go. It's not impossible to explain Why all my friends are strange Cause there are secrets nobody can see Our town built upon a mystery And everything's about to change Calling every kid in the sound of my voice It's our time, it's our time Calling every kid in the sound of my voice It's our time, it's our time to Grab your bike and ride I'm CJ. I'm a young provider, and I'm normally pretty responsible, but lately I've been kind of going off the rails, breaking into houses and and running with my friends on crazy adventures, and now I went down this well, and I can't figure out how we're supposed to get through this door. Hey, this is Chance the Slacker. Uh, Like, I'm just as confused down here as I ever am in class at the bottom of a well. So, everything's going right. I'm Phaedra. I'm a loner weirdo, and apparently I can make uh, water sigils glow and nothing else. Hi, I'm Kelly, the brilliant mathlete, and I may have missed out on some of the fun well times and all, but I did go home and get that book and some cookies and you know what? The book turned out to be very useful. Hey there, this is uh, this is Clifford, aka Cliff, and uh, I am what's widely considered to be a conspiracy theorist, but I prefer to think of it as just keeping my eyes open. Thursday evening, April 19, 1984. It took another 45 minutes, but all of you have climbed out of the well. And now you're standing, (laughs) quietly for a moment, at the top, looking out the door of the old stone outbuilding into the fog. You feel close to being able to stop the doppelganger Mr. Lyman for good, and maybe even solve that mystery, and maybe even tonight. Whatever that solution may be, you all sense that it is not directly connected to whatever the puzzle is at the bottom of this well. But what exactly is Lyman's connection to Miss Crenshaw? This might be a good time to make a plan.
guys, we need to get on our bikes and go see Janice as fast as we can. If we could only travel faster than it would be on a regular bicycle or by foot, that would be gravy. But uh, in the meantime, we need to travel as fast as we currently possibly can on our bikes or feet, but without mopeds because we don't know anything about Say those. Say no more, my friend. Uh, it just so happens that my dad has uh, positioned... Uh, for this, his new brainchild of how to make a gazillion dollars off the dopey tourists next year. But in the interim, we have a pile of mopeds at my house. You do not. I kid you not, man. Focus. I already got Crocus stickers on the back of all of them. We're good to go. <laughs> yeah, I'll tow behind a moped. <laughs> I, I knew I knew that uh, Chance wouldn't want to get on one necessarily, but I think we could drag him, so it'd be, it'd be all right. Anyway, to my house. To your house. To my house. It only took about 15 minutes for you all to find yourself standing before Cliff's house. Uh, you guys, they're in the back there. They're in a, uh, uh, like a motorhome looking thing. I got to go say hi to my mom and uh, not let on that this is happening at all. So I'll meet you guys around, uh, around front. Just go ahead and grab one apiece. Keys should be in them. Sounds great. Okay. All right. Okay. So, Cliff, you're going inside your house? Yeah. Hey, Mom. Are the lights on? Is she home? Yeah, she is. Oh, where have you been? Uh, you know, just over studying at the library. You know, like I do. Oh, good. Good. Yeah. You're, you're so smart. Oh, thanks, Mom. You know, math, key to the universe and all. Yeah. Um, so, I saw Dad earlier. Uh, he says he's going out of town and he wanted to let you know that he'll be back um and not to answer any calls about an audit i think was his last thing he said and not to worry he's got it he's got it dialed right in so just no problem i already ate i'm good to go i just want to go uh uh say hi to some friends before it gets too late okay she was Love you. she was very happy when you were telling her about how you were studying yeah. And then her expression grew very cold. Mm-hmm. Your father said what now? Oh, ouch. Uh, he was, he's going to be out of town a couple days and uh, not to worry about any calls. Uh, he's going to take care of everything when he gets back. He... I don't know the, the particulars on the calls. He just said kind of in general. You know? He said he was going off island. <sighs> out of town is what he said. I assume that's catch the ferry and head over. Yeah, prob- probably, right? She looks like she might self-combust. Oh, don't worry, Mom. He'll be back. He's always, you Her know. Her face is turning red. Oh, God. Is there and something I can do, Mom? I... I am not. I am... I am not. No, it's fine. He's fine. Everything is fine. She breaks a mug by throwing it in the sink and stomps through the house upstairs and slams a door. I would say you should take her at her word. It sounds fine. Yeah, totally. She's going to be sleeping with Prince Valium tonight. So uh, (laughs) sweet. I'm not. She'll be all right. God, dad, you suck. But she did bring mopeds. (laughs) So uh, I will make sure that the house is locked up that she hadn't leave like a tea kettle on or anything dangerous mm-hmm. going out now mom see see you later no response yeah. all right then 
And uh, it's moped time. Slick. Okay, so you guys have gotten out four mopeds, or how? What is the what is the deal here? Uh, one, two, three, four. You... If he hadn't got back around, if he hadn't come out to the uh, front of the house by the time we had got there, I walked another moped up. So who can I ride with? I'm not really like. I, good I say on get get on the back behind bikes? Kelly because she's the littlest one. Okay, I think he means to be dragged. Well, oh, I, no, okay. I, I was going to sit. I was going to ride oh, on okay. back, but uh, I don't. I don't know that I feel totally comfortable. Okay, so riding bikes, not my thing. Chance, just sit behind somebody. For yeah, no, sake. I'm cool to sit behind. I don't need to drag behind on these. Well, then climb on behind me or Kelly or or Phaedra or Cliff, whoever you want to climb on behind. We're all good. Yeah, I'll, I'll go behind Kelly. Hop on board. So I think this is everyone's first time on a moped. <laughs> yes, <laughs> I'd say definitely. Oh, this is gonna go great. So let's oh yeah, let's assume that you can all figure out how to turn it on and steer. Roll a grit to see how you're feeling about this journey, with a with a difficulty of five. I got a six. That's barely more than a five. Oh, five. I was worried. Yes, <laughs> four. Four. Yeah, use an adversity token. All right, so screeching like, born to be wild! I'll just, like, kick it up to 13 miles an hour, and off we go. Follow me! So where where are you going? I have no idea! We're going to Janice's. Yeah, right. maybe I better leave. Maybe Phaedra should leave, yeah. Since we're going to the yeah. shop that I know. She, yeah. We're going to go see her at the New Age shop, right? It, it, nice. What time of day is it now? It is, it, is, uh, it is getting to be late afternoon now. It is uh, it is just about evening, but she is uh, yeah, they're still open. A little while longer. Uh, and because you guys all have mopeds, suddenly you're at the New Age store. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. So do you just like leave these out front in a parking spot, or how do you guys park your your gang of mopeds? Yeah, it's not tourist season, right? So there's only. Except do we want people to know that we're there? We could move them around behind the building if we want to be sneaky and stealthy about it. It occurs to you that these are motorized vehicles. <laughs> and we're illegally driving them. Maybe we should And none of you them. has a driver's license. <laughs> wow. How about we put them oh, around behind? Yeah, around but back it is. Though I'll tell In you the what. exhilaration, I had forgotten about that. You, you're not actually sure that you need a driver's license. None of you are sure. But these are motorized vehicles, so it's you, you make the decision to hide them around back. I'm going to knock on the back door because Janice will probably hear me back there, and uh, she knows me pretty well. You knock on the back door, and you stand there, and there's a, some seconds go by. A couple seconds go by. I knock again. How loud are you knocking? As loud as I can. It's okay. a metal door, so like I'm using, I don't know, I found a rock and I'm going to tap it up there. Oh, so, so you're, it goes, tick, so you're tick, pounding tick, on tick. the door. Whoa. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Because sometimes when you're out in the front of the shop, you don't hear the back as well. Dude, Phaedra's intense. <laughs> so Phaedra, after pounding on the door with a rock. And if this doesn't work, you can break in. It's easy. <laughs> um, don't, don't tempt me. It opens up, and the lady who opens the door looks very panicked. Like, yeah. uh, what the hell's going on with my door? And she sees you all, 
and softens a little bit and says, um, Phaedra, what are, you, what, are you, what are you doing? Are you okay? I've come to the back door before to hang out with you guys. Don't you remember? Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're, we're, did, did we're you... okay, but we, we have some questions for Janice, and we were back here behind, and I figured we'd just come in this way. Is it all right? Can we come in and... It's it's fine. Just there's a yoga class, so we want to be a little quieter. Uh, um, sorry about that. So, yeah, sure. Come on in. Come on in. You guys, I have read about yoga. It's on those chick tracks of all the different Shh, ways that the devil gets quiet. in. Yoga is like number three. Just behind metal and D&D? Yes. Yeah. So the, the lady who let you in is very alarmed at the possibility of you reading chick tracks. <laughs> um, I am too, for that matter. Those things are scary, man. Uh, yeah. So Janice is up towards the front of the store. So this place is um, the walls are hung with tie-dyed rugs. There's a you know clothing racks of billowy pants and uh, very colorful shirts, very roomy. Uh, up by the register, there's a little a little stand of local cassettes of uh, new age music. Local new age bands. Yes, nice. local. Yes. Nice. <laughs> Most Good of them enough. are I'm retirees. Sorry, what, are the, what are the names of some of the bands? Um, Blue Wind Blows. <laughs> <laughs> and they totally oh. do, too. Oh, that band blows. <laughs> that band. I've seen them live. They, totally <laughs> they are actually playing here in the New Age store this weekend. So oh, if, you, if you want to turn Is, out. Uh, it, uh, our Dream and the Dreamer, do they have a cassette up here, too? Yeah, they have three. Oh, nice. Nice. Yeah, so there's statues, there's a yoga room, there's lots of brochures, lots of things like that. And and, uh, and Janice sees you come in. Is the yoga room the only room uh, other than the main store? There is. uh, You came in through the storage room. This back door goes out through the storage room. Okay. Um, Yeah, so this is is in a strip mall. This uh, Mm -hmm. this shop is in a, a fairly small strip mall. Oh. So Janice is up front, and she notices that you've all come in the back. She walks over. Do we all know Janice, or is it just Phaedra who knows Janice? Well, Phaedra knows Janice the best. I think there's a chance that everyone may. She's a local. So so we know of her. Yeah. You oh, probably yeah. deliver her paper. <laughs> yeah, I probably do. Yeah. So but I'm, like, kind of nudging Phaedra. Well, ask her. All right, Ask so her. I go up to Janice and I say, "Hey, uh, I hope you're doing all right." Um, yeah, we we uh, we're kind of researching some local lore and and we there are these four symbols. All right, and uh, and I start drawing them on yeah, the can, table. And so, like, so and there's this one. I think ha, this is Earth, and this one looks on, like a uterus, CJ, but can, it's upside Jan- down, Janice, so it's fire. And this is water. And we know it's the, water because Phaedra found the water things, and, and, and they're the and water babies. And this one looks like a tree, so it's everyone Earth. shopping doesn't see us. Oh, there there are very few people in the store except <laughs> okay. for whoever's in the yoga room. All right. So, uh, so I'm like, but yeah. there are these elementals, and they're real. And Phaedra can, can contact like the water elementals. We need the air elementals, and the fire elementals, and the water, and the and the, and the earth elementals. And can can so like Janice, you help us? do you do you know these designs that that Kelly pulls out the book and opens it to the chapter that Janice wrote, which I believe has all the symbols and the lore. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's right. Oh yeah. my God! You wrote that. Could you? Could you? Could you? Uh, could you? Uh, could you? Could you sign that? <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah. I'm surprised. Wow. Wow. This book has been out of print since almost since I wrote it. 
Uh, <laughs> 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 One edition. I read it pretty thoroughly. It's excellent. It's excellent. It's really interesting and important to us. And uh, and we wondered if we could uh, get you to tell us a little bit more about these these things on this page. Oh, sure. Well, this is all... Wow. Wow, I have to think a, a moment here. This actually reminds me... You know what it was? Back when I was working on this... I was doing some research into the local lore and legends uh, from the island, and uh, a lot of these ideas came from the stories that the the Wampanoag have back in uh, in their um, in their in their legends. Uh, it's one of the stories that they tell. Um, let me see if I can remember this. She sort of looks off, wanders up to the register, gets a pen, looks very thoughtful, comes back, starts to sign the book as she talks. So I think it goes like this. Long ago, this was the land of the Wampanoag people. And one morning, four men arrived in a boat and they were... So this was this is a strange translation. Something like Da-ha-ru-he-he... Uh, something. Something. I don't remember. I, we couldn't really pronounce it. These four men each had long white robes and long gray beards, and each one carried a chest. And they told the Wampanoag that each chest contained one of the four elements. And that's it, really. There's, there's no more to the story. It was just a, it was a <coughs> fragment. Um, but it, it stayed because there were some very old uh, carvings uh, in some caves and on the cliffs up near Gayhead. And uh, so it... But that idea of four men coming from beyond the sea and each one carrying an element has sort of stayed with these people. And it was sort of in the back of my mind as I was doing research for this book. Yeah, but there was no, they don't really have more information or insight as to who they were or what they did or how long they stayed here. Do you know what the chests looked like? Oh, I mean, uh, they were pretty rudimentary carvings. So they just showed men holding boxes. So no, I don't really. Why? Have you found? Have you? She raises her eyebrows and looks very amused. Have you kids found a treasure chest? We haven't, but I would really like to. Sure. I mean, there's always stories about buried treasure, especially with all the, you know, the pirate history that the island has. Uh, There's stories about treasure in the forest. Uh, people have gone out there to to dig, and then those carvings were up around, um, you know, Gayhead, up uh, up near the lighthouse out there on the cliffs. Let me just take this moment to go, <clears throat> Gayhead. How far is Gayhead from us? So it's at the other end of the island. So on but we have mopeds, right? You do. Okay, Janice. Well, we were also. I don't know. I'm, we're all kind of really interested in these elements, and uh, and more specifically, elementals. Elementals. Hmm. Like if we wanted to maybe commune with the earth elemental, where would you suggest we might go for that? And, oh, to commune. Oh. Or you know, talk to them, or you know, just mm-hmm, find mm-hmm. anything about them. I, I, I mean, I find that I do my best communing just in a quiet room with a cup of tea, maybe some incense. Uh, and really, I'm able to 
kind of reach out to the spirits and to, to Mother Earth. Like astral projecting? No, more like meditation. We do have okay, meditation right. classes. Are you kids? She picks up a brochure. Are you kids interested in taking classes in meditation? Well, I, I did actually want to talk to you about astral projection, but that's a right. sort of different issue. Mm. I guess. I'll take but, one but, of those now. brochures. And then Kelly takes it and adds it to her brochure collection in her backpack. So can you tell us some more about the carvings that are on the, the cliff? Like, what are those about? Sure. So what I can say is that even though this story is as far as the Wampanoag legend goes, and this is uh, essentially the translation from the carvings that currently exist, that if you did get up there, um, you'd be able to see them. They're they're out there in the open down, down by the cliffs. Uh, I have a different theory as to who these people were because I don't think that these were gods. I think mm-hmm. that these were ancient Celts. Hmm. And she, her eyebrows go up and her eyes get really wide. And she goes over to a bookshelf and she takes a, like a small press, small run paperback book off the shelf. It doesn't look like the print quality is super great. And she starts to flip through it a little bit. And she says, ah, right. So there is some preliminary evidence that uh, the ancient Celtic holy men called Druids, and when you look back at the way that the Wampanoag pronounced it, they pronounce it uh, Daharuhid, which maybe that means Druid. I don't know. That's what I think. I think it means (laughs) Druid. Um, Well, their religious clothing was oftentimes long white robes, and they were required to have beards. And she flips through this book with uh, that cites no resources at all. <laughs> and it says, in here, the author talks about evidence that ancient cults uh, actually had settlements in Nova Scotia before the Vikings came. So why wouldn't they come down here? Why couldn't these have been Celtic holy men? That's a really interesting theory. Huh. Because we, we have seen, you know, some sort of Celtic designs uh, around, you know, when we were looking around at stuff, so... Uh, oh, really? Like like what? Like, what did you see? Oh, well, we, s- we see the design of a Triscale a lot, just, mm, you yes. know, in different places. Yeah, so she has posters up in here of ancient Celtic symbols, and she walks over to one and points towards one, and sure enough, that is the symbol that you remember from that burial chamber. Ooh, let's look at the poster and see if we make sure that, uh, see if our other symbols are there and and which one is which, since we just sort of guessed at them. Those four symbols are all on this poster. So she saw the the note that CJ was uh, waving under her nose while he was madly talking to her. I think that while he was waving it, she was unsure of what was happening and didn't quite get a good look at it. Guys, do we want to tell her? That we've seen these symbols or not? I don't know, man. I just kind of assumed CJ had already spilled everything to her. Yeah. He, oh, I guess he got it. Sounds like she didn't really pay attention to what CJ said. It's not like yeah. I told her about the fog babies or gave her the spy glasses. She could see the fog babies. About the what? The what now? <laughs> uh, nothing. <laughs> so, Janice, this is something else we kind of wanted to ask you about. Okay. So we we found this this really cool spyglass. Um, like our teacher let us use it actually, and um, 
when we look at, at the fog with it, sometimes we see a little thing that looks like a baby and, uh, and they glow a little bit. And uh, apparently, um, so do I. And that's something else I wanted to come and talk to you about. And we just haven't had a chance to do that. So uh, know anything about that? Can you roll a charm with a target of seven? <laughs> I have a D4, and I got a four, so it blows yeah. up, and I got a three. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Score. She looks confused, then she looks concerned, and she kind of, like, lowers her voice a little bit and says, you're, you're, what? You're, you look, you're glowing? Are you okay? What? Guys, show her the show her the the spyglass. Who's got it? I do. I definitely do is not. Is this still misty out? It is. G- give me, give me, give me just a minute. I'm just gonna head to the front of the store and I'm gonna open the spyglass and look out. And do I see any fog babies? Yes. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I just wave her over. Come here. She looks very confused. Phaedra, you, you yeah, and Janice, come it's here. It's okay, Janice. Come on, come he, come see what he's got to show you. Okay. You, you'll really want to see this. And I just point out in the mist where the, the fog baby is. I said, look there. And then I threw this. So without that, you can see some twisty, twirly fog. Looks like a little mini, little tiny cyclone uh, up in the air. She said, Okay. Looks through the spyglass, kind of stops, takes it down and looks back through her spyglass. What is that? Now look at us. She takes the spyglass down and turns around. Okay? Each one of us. Okay. She looks very hard at you. Then she turns to Kelly and looks very hard at her. She's holding the spyglass down because she doesn't understand what you're telling her to do. <laughs> through the spyglass. Look at us through the spyglass. Oh. Just sweep Sh- it across all of us. Okay. I'm ready to catch the spyglass when she drops it. And she stops at Phaedra. Takes the spyglass down. Puts it back up. And I wave. Hi. I don't... I don't understand. What? Yeah, we don't and understand just reach out and either. G- gently yeah. take it from her. <laughs> Uh, it takes a minute because her hands are kind of locked around it, but eventually she lets go. <laughs> so we think that maybe I have a connection to the water elemental, and those are the air elementals, maybe? We think that the fog babies are the air elementals. That's my guess. We, yeah. we need connections to each one of the elementals, but if you think that the only real place on the island... Who can find any physical evidence of the elementals is is up at uh, Camp uh, Gayhead. Gay, Gayhead. Gayhead. Then we're we're going to Gayhead. <laughs> Shut up. Sorry. <laughs> and she sort of she stopped listening just a little bit ago because her mind has gone somewhere else. And she walks over to the shelf, and starts going through the books. She doesn't see anything. So oh, we sold that. No, the the cliffs at Gayhead they don't have they don't have I wouldn't say evidence of elementals, it's just the, the recordings of the the ancient Wampanoag and their legends. 
and those symbols, right? Well, yeah. I mean, we have a postcard of that. And she goes over to the side and takes a postcard. And sure enough, like, uh, it is a photograph of what she is describing. I don't really understand what you're saying. But I think there was something in a book that we had. We had one copy of an old book that came in a few years ago that just sold a few months ago. Let me guess, to a red Irish woman. Someone with red hair, No, no, he didn't have red hair. Um, glasses. Uh, it was called uh, Blood Charms of New England Celts. And uh, a lot of it was in Old Gaelic. There are a lot of uh, diagrams, images Wait, in there. Was it Mr. Lyman? Uh, I don't know. I don't know who that is. He came in. Uh, he, had, he had glasses. He had glasses and uh, shortish brown hair uh, a few months ago. But I, I seem to remember that there was something in that book about elements, elementals. You know, I just, it was old and I just, it came in, we put it on the shelf, it stayed here for years, I never read it, and then it sold. You guys, maybe we should just go see if, uh, you know, Mr. Lyman will let us borrow his book. Oh, that's a good idea. We'll just go say hello. I mean, you know, if it was Mr. Lyman, that's a great idea. Oh, we've got to follow up on he wasn't feeling well the other day, and I want to make sure he got our history papers. So Mr. Lyman does not live in Oak Bluffs. Phaedra, where does Mr. Lyman live? You and Holly met him five years ago. Oh, right. He he lives across the water pond thing where the, remember, the tunnel came up in his backyard? Right, right. Well, we are moped equipped. This is not a, this is not a so distance he's problem anymore. All the way around the other side of the lake, uh, lagoon pond. I say we go, go and and, and Miss Miss Janice, if you if you think of anything else that might help us, could uh, could you write it down for us just in case? You you could uh, you Please? could call my house too. I know you have my mom's number because she comes to classes here. So yeah, could, oh, I was know. meaning to ask, how is your mom? I haven't seen her in a few months. In a few months? Yeah, I she didn't... stopped coming to classes a while ago. I wasn't aware of that. Um, I mean, she spends most of her time when she's home alone in her room, so I'm not really sure. Huh. Well, tell her that we're all thinking of her and she still has class credits whenever she wants to come back. I will. Thank you. And thank you for signing the book. I never expected to meet someone so cool in Oak Bluffs. Her mind is definitely somewhere else, and she's trying to think of of something. She's trying to remember something or trying to connect dots, but she doesn't seem to be able to right now. All right. Well, we got to go. Thanks. Bye. Thank you, just Janice. Have any of these cookies or candy on the counter? Cool. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> the organic Nutribar. So there are some there are some mints there that are maybe not quite what you thought mints should taste like. Because <laughs> they're ten years old. There's something. They're probably and homemade. Organic. <laughs> yeah. they're just they're definitely ed- organic. Edible. Mentholiptus drops. Oh. oh. <laughs> so you guys leave through the back door. Yes. All right. It is a good thing that you have mopeds if you are going to Mr. Lyman's house because Mr. Lyman lives in Vineyard Haven. 
which is along the other side of Lagoon Pond. And if you were going to ride your bikes, it would take you from here probably a good 45 minutes. But with these mopeds, you could cut it down to 20. Totally sweet. Let's do it. Hey, you guys, can I point out something real quick? What? Like, What's on your mind? Okay, she says nobody's. she doesn't know about where these chests are. Uh, mm-hmm. Where would a chest be buried more likely than a pirate's grave? We're not digging the grave up, Chance. Don't even I'm think about it. Saying, you know, the last did- time we didn't do what Chance advised, it was, it was we didn't burn Mr. Lyman, and I, I regret that to this day. All right, Chance, digging up pirate's grave, yeah. back burner. That's, okay. our, that's our back pocket idea. We'll all think right? about it. But Janice did say something about trunks, like treasure in the forest. Did anyone catch that? Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, failing that, we'll go back to the well and burn him. <laughs> okay. But Janice did say that people look for treasure in the forest. She did. Mm-hmm. I don't. Well, let's start by looking for this book and hoping that it was at Mr. Lyman's house and not somebody else's house. The The one thing that's connected us all the way through this and I mean all the way through everything that's happened to us is Mr. Frickin' Lyman. And if it's not him there's plenty of other people that wear glasses on this island. So as you guys moped over to uh, Mr. Lyman's house Phaedra it was years ago that you were there but it's you you do remember basically where he lives because it was off of one of the major roads that hooks by Lagoon Pond on the other side. It is now, by the time you get there, it is evening, and it's foggy, and it is kind of dark. Guys, why are we doing this when it's dark? (laughs) Why didn't we wait till tomorrow? Why are we doing any of this is really what it comes down to. (laughs) Okay, let's let's figure it out, find this house, so back roads? It's it's fairly safe, and you figure out how to turn your lights on, uh, which is a little bit scarier than if you're doing this in the middle of the day, but you get there fairly safely. And a lot of these houses are empty because a lot of them are just seasonal people. It's easy to sort of avoid cars. If you see a car in the distance, it's easy to sort of turn down another road and avoid them. But it is dark by the time you get there. Let's let's park one house down where nobody lives so that we don't look like we're right at Lyman's house. That all right, everybody? Yeah. Yeah, you guys know the island well enough to recognize a house that is closed for the season as compared to someone who's just out at night. So maybe across the street and one house over, you're able to hide the mopeds around the side of the house. Coming up to the house, the front light porch the front porch light is not on, though it looks like maybe there is a light on somewhere further into the house. Maybe towards the back that you can sort of see from the front window. Do we knock? If somebody's here, it's probably dead Mr. Lyman. Did he ever get out of the... Did we leave him at the bottom of the well? We did. We did. 100%. What if he he got out? We're not really sure how his, like... We're not really sure how his respawning works, so if he dies at the bottom of the well, can he respawn somewhere else? Because, like, did (laughs) we find Jell-O like gelatinous pile of Lyman and yeah. I guess we're about elsewhere. to find out, huh? Well, let's peek in the windows around back. That's a good idea. Let's good do thinking. that. You guys want a flashlight? I got three. I, we definitely don't <laughs> want flashlights. Oh, well, okay. not in the house. Let's look through the window sneaky like. All right. I'm going to 
Apparently, I'm the master burglar. Um, <laughs> You're the friend. I'm going to circle the house end. looking for an easy point of entry. Are you all together or are you splitting the party? Let's all go back and get off the street. Good thinking. Mopeds are across the street. Yeah, we're go, we're all gonna like sort of sneak around the side of the house. Yeah, skulking. Yeah, skulking. we're just gonna go around kind of clockwise because you know I'm the expert now, and uh, <laughs> we voted and, and we you clockwise won. <laughs> around the house looking for an easy point of entry or place to look in the window or anything. Hey, hey, oh, guys, real quick, real quick, I think we should call ourselves. The Oak Bluffs Murder Angels, like <laughs> yes. our gang Let's name. shut him up. So the window oh. with the light, <laughs> how far up from the ground is it? So you guys uh, go clockwise, which is towards the left of the house, right? Uh, down the driveway. No, no car in the driveway. Uh, there's not really a garage. There's a um, the awning over it. Oh, carport. Nice. Uh, there's a little bit of... Um, light from a neighbor's house that kind of reflects a little bit. It's a deep-ish backyard. Maybe like a, maybe like an eighth of an acre that goes right down to the edge of the lagoon. Uh, and there is a large let's say it's not a full story tall but it looks like something was deposited here by the Ice Age. And it's a, it's a huge stone. And although Phaedra pointed to it and said there's an entrance to a tunnel over there it would sure be easier to find it if someone who knew where it was showed you where it was, because it, it's not immediately obvious where the entrance is. But as you get down to the edge of the driveway, you can see that it looks like there is a light on in the kitchen. I'm going to peek in. You want to go around to the back, or you want to go to the side window? Where, uh, I want a I window that aims at the kitchen that is not the kitchen window. If it's available. If not, I'll take the closest thing. So I think that you guys all make your way around to the back. The back window does look like it goes into the kitchen. So going around the back to the back door, uh, the light gets a lot brighter because the back door is open. And the inside light is shining out dimly over the back porch. Guys, look around the backyard carefully real quick. Remember that this tunnel that goes to the resurrection room comes out in this backyard. And you can point to it. There's actually right a large there. stone. <laughs> hey, 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 what was the name of that book that we were supposed to, that he may have, that may, he might have gotten? What was the name of that book? Was Celtic that, Murders. Blood Charms. Yeah, yeah. Okay, so I go in and look for it. Nice. Just go right in the door? I just walk right in. Good I'm man. just headed in. I'm not even... I'm not even trying to be sneaky at this point. Well, I'm feeling nervous out here by myself, so I'm going inside where CJ is. I'm going to stand next to the door, though. You don't want to do that. I'm about to get murdered. <laughs> but okay. <laughs> All right. Phaedra's right behind CJ. And the other three? I will go guard. Uh, I'll go watch the, the street, I guess, and just make sure that nobody rolls up on us since he's already up in there. Uh, Chance is going to... Chance is going to go in the house, too. CJ, the first thing that you've noticed going inside the house is that it smells very bad in here. It smells like rot. That's not good. So you have a back mud room with a small bench, some, some shoes, so, well, more boots than shoes, 
a couple of hooks to hang coats on, and the smell seems to be coming from further in. Do, do I have a handkerchief? Do you? Does everybody have their backpack with them? Yes, I do. I do. Yes. All right. Uh, CJ, you, you definitely have? would, because your grandma would make oh, you yeah. carry it. I, I have a handkerchief pocket. in my pocket, so I grab my <laughs> handkerchief. I'm putting it over my mouth. Okay. And and head it in. I'm looking around. <laughs> I'm gonna. I'm looking primarily for the book, but also for the source of the smell now. Yeah. So the uh, the mud room opens up into the kitchen, where the overhead light is on. It smells horrible in here. That everybody coming in, it sort of gets hit with. There is rotting food everywhere. It looks like something came in through this back door and started rooting around, like uh, the trash bags that were inside have been strewn all over the place. Uh, Maybe someone left the milk out and didn't put the cap on the bottle because this is 1984. Did you smell it in there? I did. Let's run through the kitchen really fast and try not to vomit. So we're going to run through and look for the book really fast. Let's go to, like, the living room. Books are usually in living room bookshelves. Den, his, I'm going to look by his bed. Okay. Because that's where you read books, right? Living room, den, bed. Okay. Kitchen leads into the living room, and it does look like some critters have come in, and somebody must have left this back door open, and a lot of the local wildlife have been sort of coming in and out for some time now. If I left a door open like this, Dave would be so pissed for, like, days. <laughs> it's probably been like this since the fire. I'm going to look real quick on the bookshelves, so there's animal droppings everywhere, and they've probably, you know, messed up the couch and stuff. But Coffee tables, end tables, uh, bedside tables, uh, if there's a desk... The four of you that are inside are all searching. Yeah, yeah. we'll all search. Are we all split up looking in different rooms? Is that what is happening? Are you all going to search with brains, or do you want to use a different stat to somehow search? Can I search with grit? I know, me too, right? <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to figure out how to do tell that. Me, okay. Tell me how you effectively search bravely. Because it uh, smells well, so all this, bad in here. Yeah, all this stuff is is stinking and we don't know what we're going to find and so I'm just brazenly walking into I'm not even not trying to be sneaky not trying to be not trying to be sly at all I'm just barging into rooms turning on lights and looking for books and I'm going to stomp along <laughs> right behind him also using grit I'm just using brains so Okay you're going to be thoughtful <laughs> so thoughtful about it that's my best role <laughs> Chance I think I'm going to use uh flight just to really quickly be looking through all the books on the shelves i think i thought you were gonna run away (laughs) that makes sense like sometimes searching very fast can be more effective than searching slowly and smartly oh well yes especially in chance's case so all of you have a target of eight seven eleven seventeen well, I rolled a one. Oh, me too. <laughs> Onesies. I didn't know somebody could die from looking from a book. <laughs> I got a paper cut on a really nasty it was book. Vicious. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So what happens here is that uh, it's up to Kelly us. and Chance are uh, searching together. When you stumble into uh, what looks like Lyman's bedroom, turn the light on. And there are three raccoons that were in the closet. 
that look very angry to see you. <laughs> they hiss, and they don't back down. No, they don't. And they look like they want to fight. I throw cookies at them and run. So they are going to chase you. So are you both running or are you fighting or what are you going to do with these raccoons? I am going to roller skate away. I'm still on skates. I was really hoping the cookies would distract them. (laughs) They might. Um, I think you can both roll flight to escape from these raccoons. Let's see if I can get another one on flight. I know, Uh, right? Give me a uh, give me a six. I'm just going to use an adversity token and take a ten. Eight. How do you successfully escape? Cookies? Yeah, I throw like the whole package of whatever is because even if it's not that many cookies left, there's a whole pack like a like the package with whatever cookies, and I throw them at the raccoons, <laughs> and then I book it out of the house. And then I I close the door on my way out. You locked the raccoons in the bedroom. For sure. Okay. I go run all the way out of the house. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Kelly is done searching. <laughs> Phaedra, there is a closed door as, as they get into their fight with raccoons. You know, it's a smallish cottage. So you've had your, your kitchen, your living room, the master bedroom. Uh, and now this closed door that... Phaedra and CJ stand in front of because they both passed their roles. Excellent. All right. I I think we should open this door. Let's open the door. Yeah, so this looks like a study. Uh, Would have been a second bedroom, but it looks like maybe he lives alone. And that causes you to be a little sad for a moment about his personal life. Uh, At least nobody's going to miss him now that he's gone. That yeah. quickly passes because we're young and he's old and we're immortal and we move on. Right. Mm-hmm. Open the door, go in. Yeah, so the whole house has hardwood floors and there are these rugs just sort of around in front of the TV and in the bedroom and things like that, in the kitchen. Now, once you open up the door to the office, on the walls, uh, the decorations in here are of ancient Celtic art. So there are some statues, there are some... Um, framed pieces of uh, old rope knotwork. This looks like where his actual library is instead of like the pop culture books that you keep in the living room. So this looks like this looks like his workspace. There's some journals. Uh, I'm going to grab the journals uh, and shove them in my backpack. This room does still feel, because the door was closed, this room does still feel comfortable with a very nice cushiony chair with a throw on the back of it. As you come into the room, uh, under the rug, there is a strange creek. Pull back the rug. What do we see? It's not quite big enough to be a trap door, but it does look like there are some boards that could be removed. Help me pry this thing up here. I'll see what I can do. Can I Can I help her pry that up? Can we... If we, if we push on one end, does it pop up on the other end? Yes. These two boards pop up. They are, it looks like they're connected. And it is a, a cubby hole, and in it is an old book. Does it happen to be blood charms? <laughs> oh, it's probably his sad journal. It is uh, blood charms of New England Celts. We found it. Woohoo! Let's get the hell out of here. Wait, wait. Are, should we pick up any of these like artifacts that are around here? Do you think any of this will be useful? 
it does well i'll tell you it does strike you that if you wanted to read it perhaps doing it inside with light would be more effective than outside in the fog with a flashlight right now is probably Mm. a good time to sit down and look at it okay cliff kelly ran out of the house kind of screaming kind of uh not not like at the top of her lungs full-on panic but something just happened in there that she does want not want anything to do with hey relax 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 it's not like you encountered a, a, a number you couldn't resolve or anything right it's not so bad I I I hold off to the just to the out right to the outside of the house and I'm just standing at the doorway like looking back in the house like just waiting for people to come out with the book. Shh! I will walk over to her and say, "Hey, it's okay. It's all right." Well, what did you see? What what's going on in there? Three very angry raccoons. <laughs> okay, well it's just it's just the wildlife. No worries. No worries. They thought they were gonna eat me. <laughs> you know, you you've really got to toughen up. I, I I understand that you're you're good with numbers, but here, how about uh, let's see, I got something in the bag for you. Hold on, I'll start looking through. This is called a curmudgeon. Wait, no, no, it's not. Hold on, wait for it. Let's see, what do I have for a b- bullshit weapon in here? <laughs> a weighted, like a, a blackjack or something, you know, something I could have made on my own. And uh, here, now, now, no problem. There is not a raccoon in existence that could stand up to this thing. And you got height advantage, and you know mathematically I'm right. I mean, yes, I'm taller. I'm not sure how this thing would help me against a raccoon. I feel like we've had this conversation before. <laughs> I may be 12, but I'm not totally stupid. Okay. <laughs> but Maybe I appreciate, pop- I appreciate what you're trying to do here and it does oh. make me feel better so thank you okay that's all i was trying for so can i yell out the door yet to bring kelly back inside i mean i've been given this rad weapon so let's do this <laughs> have we gotten used to the smell at all probably not uh yeah cliff this place this you're going in with her yeah sure okay yeah this place smells Ugh, what like is this? rot <laughs> Okay, have we... CJ, are you in here, dude? Yeah, I'm opening the windows okay. before I start have you, searching. I, have you been through everything so far? No, I'm just... Uh, I'm back here in the, right. in the study. Ugh, well, as soon as we could get done with this would be excellent, right? Puke. And you got it, but yeah, uh, they so got to read a book back first. here in the, in the study because the door was closed, so the smell didn't, like, come in here. Uh, okay, didn't we come for a book? Anyone? We That's found it, the book, right? and we need to sit down and look at it while <sighs> we can see in here. But there are no raccoons in that room, right? There are no <laughs> raccoons or dead people in this room. Perfect. Let's read a book. You know what? Just real quick, if you see anything that looks even vaguely foreign language or incantation don't read it out loud I've seen just <laughs> I've seen that movie <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> to Verata, no sorry <laughs> no no <laughs> Kelly it takes a, a, a couple minutes of flipping through but you find a section that talks about reincarnation uh, and that has the, the symbol of the, the triskeel on it, and that's maybe what makes you stop and look through a couple of the images. And what this section talks about is how you can place your body into suspended animation and project your consciousness into another body made of spirits. 
it warns you though that each time you die you lose more of your original self becoming less and less civilized and more and more bestial the way to reverse it is to break the spirit body catch the essence in a magical cup and pour the essence back into the mouth of the sleeper who is in suspended animation so a magical cup so you're saying yeah we have the bowl i bet that's the magical cup bet you're right bet you're right so i think this uh sleeper body is probably in the coffin that's in the resurrection room at the bottom of the tunnel the tunnel that the entrance is in the backyard here the tunnel that the entrance is in the backyard here or it's in the pirate grave all right so okay all right i wouldn't rule it okay team i have a plan Okay. All right. Are you with me? Oh, good. Are you with me? Are you following me? Are you with I'm me? Ready. I'm, I'm with ready. you. All right. We're going to ride these mopeds back to the well. We're going to go down to the well. We're going to stab fake Lyman again, get some more Lyman goo in the bowl. As you lay out this plan, something sort of sticks in the back of your mind, CJ, like, oh, wait, maybe that wouldn't work. Because when we found Lyman's body before, the working theory was that Crenshaw had stabbed him with a knife after you found the car. And then he mm. completely dissolved and then mm. reformed. Mm. So if he was stabbed in the bottom of the well, by now he would have completely dissolved and perhaps reformed somewhere else. Have we been through all the rooms in this house? You have. Kelly, as you're, as you're sort of flipping through the book again, roll a brains again for eight. So we're going to hold on to that for a second. There's an idea of checking out the, um, the, the tunnel. Yeah, the resurrection chamber, right? It would sure be nice if you could, if someone could check it out without everyone going in there. Who can leave their body astral style? Hmm. Oh, <laughs> right. Thanks for the reminder, guys. I forget about that stuff. Um, it's new to me. All right. Okay. Are we safe here for like an hour, do you think? Because it takes a little oh, while. Sure. This room was sealed and this chair and throw blanket looks very comfortable. That's why you were telling me they were comfy and I totally missed it. <laughs> <laughs> Ugh. Um, yeah. All right. So I'm going to, I have to pay an adversity token. And what else do I have to do to that? I have to be safe and quiet. Um, okay, There's guys. Hush. I'm going to sit in the chair and put the blanket on me because it gets cold when you're out of your body. And I'm going to project myself down into the well and see what I can see. I'm going to take a bunch of deep, calming breaths. It takes a minute. Your eyes are closed. Takes another minute. Takes another minute. Nothing really feels different. You open your eyes and realize that you feel like you're floating above your body. I see everybody down there, and I'm going to... Um 
zoom toward the door. And I'm going to zoom straight out of the house. And uh, I, I go through the yard and, and to the big rock and uh, find the entrance right where I remember it to be. The stone is back in front of the tunnel. So I go through the stone and down, down, down the tunnel. Eventually you come to the end and you open up into the chamber. And inside, the designs are on the walls. Torches are all lit still. Mm -hmm. Inside the chamber, is the body of Mr. Lyman laying on that shelf inside that box, that coffin. He is completely still. And in the room, pacing about madly, is a new formation of this doppelganger Lyman that seems to be so far out of his mind and so far out of control that he can't figure out how to leave the room. Okay. Fast and jerky and unpredictable and banging into walls, bellowing. That is his state. Ooh. I'm going to just sort of glance around. Is there anything else uh, that I see that, that is important to note? You remember the altar mm -hmm. that you originally saw the artifacts on? is uh, completely empty now. Because we have all the stuff. <laughs> there are indentations for where the artifacts had been sitting for however long they were. All right. Uh, I guess I know what I need to know. Um, so I'm going to zoom back up the tunnel and back into my body. You swan dive back in. <laughs> Splash. And and wake up. <gasps> oh, wow, guys. Um I know where Lyman is. Uh and I know where like, you know, creepy dead Lyman is. They're down there. They're both down there. And down down at the bottom down. in the resurrection room. So Lyman's uh, body, the body of real Lyman, is laying in a in a coffin down there, and the the what goo Lyman is he's been resurrected so many times he's like really totally out of it and he's just walking around banging into the walls and being crazy, and it looks like he doesn't know how to get out. He's like making noise and yelling and just just wandering around down in the bottom of there. And the, there's still the altar is still there, and it has all the places on it, the indentations where all of those uh, altar pieces that we have, except for the knife. We don't have the knife. So if we want to get Lyman, Lyman's goo, uh, the gooey Lyman, we gotta go now. We gotta go now, and just can you open the tunnel? There's a big rock uh, over the entrance. I think that we need to push aside. Um, just real quick. I found something in this book that I feel is relevant to Phaedra, and I just sort of want to bring it up. All right. Um, 
it looks like this in this book there's a theory about astral projection which could answer why you can do the thing it says that if I am understanding this correctly that uh, the ability to astral project can be granted if a water elemental enters your body I think that might explain a lot well, that's uh, that's probably what happened when uh, Holly and I were down there when we like what what was it five years ago? Yeah, well, that would explain why you glow and why you have this cool ability. Well, that's interesting. So maybe maybe why you forget so much. <laughs> May- maybe. Yeah, don't drink water, babies, everybody. Mm, don't drink water, babies. <laughs> Never again. I mean, like third grade. <sighs> Hey, I'm sorry. It's not my fault. Don't drink water, babies. So let's make a plan and get some goo lime in to pour on real lime in and fix this. I have a plan. <laughs> All right, so let's let's get in. Let's go and look at the rock and see what we have to do to move it. Maybe we can. What time is it right now? It's dinner time. <sighs> we still got to go. Well, my mom didn't care. She's unconscious. Everyone else cool with staying out? Hell, my yes, mom's probably drunk. All right, then. Graham's going to have a fit. I've turned into a bad boy. I don't care. Let's go. All right. My dad's an ex-con drug dealer, so... Fair enough. Everything... I'm yeah. probably going to be grounded one way or another, so... <laughs> my only concern is that no one's grounded in time for the show. That's all. I'll call Graham, tell her I'm eating at your house. You'll call your house, tell your eat- tell them you're eating at my house. I love it. All right. I call Graham, telling him, tell her I'm eating at Kelly's. My God, it's foolproof. Remember that the, uh, the dead Lyman thing is kind of nuts, so be careful. Do we have a plan about how we're going to... Well, first we've got to figure out how to move the rock, but do we want to plan out how to... I have a definite plan. Are you ready? My plan is get him. All right, I, I <laughs> Good plan, I'm Ray. gonna say let's let's put a a pin in that plan for a second. Uh, who still has their rope? Present. You have rope. Okay. Dude. What if we uh if we like rush him? Moped. Well, we're there already. Yeah, just we're, bring no, the we're going down the tunnel. Him and haul him out. Right, but is what it... if we like if one person is on one of the rope and the other person's on the other end and you kind of, we run at him from two sides and he's in the middle and wrap it around, you know what I'm saying? So that we can tie his arms down? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Based on the way that Phaedra described this, a couple of things come to mind as you guys walk out towards the tunnel. If you plan this action ahead of time, you might get some bonuses if things go the way you want them to. The other thing that comes to mind is that the way she has described his behavior implies that it might be a little more difficult to attack him or to tie him up or to do anything directly interacting with this crazed spiritual thing. Um, Which might mean that every role is one or two more difficult than you think it should be. So having a plan it might be the way to go. All right. So I'm thinking like if we if we like go on to either end of the the tunnel when we get closer to the room where he is. So uh, the room is 
not really big, right? It it is big. Like you can all easily fit down there. Um, it's. Um, well, we could stretch the rope out to either side of the room and be sure to. That fifty foot of rope yeah. <laughs> could probably okay. yeah could probably fit around. Is the puddle still in the middle of the room? Uh, there is a wet area towards the side that turns into a pool that goes straight down. Yes. There's water babies in there, guys. Be careful. Once we get the rock out of the way, is this thing big enough to ride a moped down? No, you have to. This is actually a tunnel where you would crawl through. Oh, okay. Or at least stoop. Like, it was, the kids, five years ago, Phaedra and Holly had to crawl up. They couldn't walk. Okay. Yeah. So All right, so let's just laugh. leave the bikes where they are. Yeah. All right, okay. how's the stone across the front looking? You can see the, the the handhold on the side where you can grab on and probably pull it out of the way, revealing the tunnel. How big is it? Biblically heavy or... Oh, the stone? Yeah. yeah no, it's um, five years ago they got through it with a pretty easy brawn check. So I think that now knowing where it is, bigger kids could pull it out of the way without even rolling brawn. Okay. Awesome. I'll pull it out of the way. Yeah. Okay. Or I, I'll I know help. I have I'll a push D12 on the other brawn. side. And, yeah. <laughs> so, yeah. I, I don't know if anybody has any higher brawn, but I have a D12. I have 11. And I'm yeah. sure that we'll all do it. Yeah. So. Four yeah. Or so. And as as you pull it out of the way, you can see that long, long ago, there was a spot made very specifically for this stone to cover. And when it's in place, it's pretty hard to see if you don't know what you're looking for. Uh, let's start with tying Lyman up. How far of a plan do we need to make to make extra bonuses? <laughs> well, CJ and I rocked this plan back in the backyard a while ago. I think we'd be fine to do this again, right? We'll figure out then when we get down there, and then once we get him bound, knocked down, even if it's just knocked down for a minute, somebody's going to have to stab him and get some... Alright, I got the bull out. Who's got the knife? I got the knife, but I'm going to be working that rope, so I'm going to hand this over to Chance. Seriously? Chance, I need you to take your skates off. I'll take my skates off, but you never know, right? I, I say she's got the bowl. Give her the knife, too, because oh, she'll have both to things milk, myself. All right. milk the wound. Then you better hold enough. that yeah, guy yeah. still, because that's going to be tricky. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't worry. Kelly, I'm handing you the bowl so you can catch okay. whatever. I'm going to stab him. Okay. Between you, between you okay. and me, we'll get the goop in the bowl. Yeah. Okay, let's do it. All right. Okay, and you got you guys. I got a I got another plan. I think you're gonna like. <laughs> no, I saw this movie, uh, Beastmaster, and they were throwing these things around people's legs, and I can make some with my skates. I'll Bolas. tie my skates together. Yeah, yeah, those things. I'm going to whip it around Jeez. my head. Well, you Jeez. can try that, too. Let's do that him. and the rope, both. Yeah, that's on. Okay. Nice. Does anybody know where we can get some ferrets? <laughs> got some <laughs> raccoons? Oh, for sure. Yeah, I know where you can get some raccoons. <laughs> I'm not going back in there for them, but you are welcome to it, friend. Chance, did you, did you rent it or see it on cable? Guys, come on. We're here. Uh, We're standing okay. here. All right. Sorry. Sorry. All right. Dave recorded it on his Betamax. Oh, All right, we already yeah. moved the stone. Uh, so who's going to be first crawling in? Do you two have the rope ready? So CJ and Cliff yeah, go I'll, first. Is my it book. is a single file <sighs> crawling kind of tunnel. I'll go first. So I guess I'll be, wait, Chance, you be third. 
All right. Because you're going to like trip him up with your skates, right? Or try. Beastmaster right. style. Um, I'll be fourth and Kelly go last. That sounds good. Okay. Let's go. The tunnel is fairly narrow. So if anybody has some claustrophobia in the back of their mind, this is not a comfortable place to be. It smells like mud and dirt, and you are crawling through mud and dirt. This whole tunnel does look like it was carved and installed, built up very meticulously. So it doesn't look like it's going to collapse. It doesn't look like roots are growing through the ceiling. It looks like long ago, some engineer made a thing that is still together today. Hmm. So as you make your way down, takes a few minutes, again, crawling to what feels like lower than sea level on an island. You're not too far away, although we didn't really uh, mention it before, from Lyman's backyard, you can see Devil's Deep. It's pretty close. And this is definitely going in that direction. So it takes a little while of crawling before CJ, you get to what looks like the end of the tunnel. Uh, It's fairly narrow. You can start to hear footsteps and groans and sometimes kind of like, not words, but some kinds of exclamations of frustration and anger, some stomping, some things that don't seem very fun. All right, man, Uh, if we flank him out, you go right, I'll go left, and I will try and put the first spin around him because I'm probably faster. All right. And then we just cinch that thing up, and and you jump on him, basically. Just hold him down, and we'll go from there. That's a plan. All right, done. CJ and Cliff are the first out of the tunnel. Can both of you roll? You're going to roll brawn, CJ, and Cliff, you're going to roll flight. So both of those, uh, your target would be 10. Oof. I rolled, oh, I rolled a 12. It blows up. That's uh, 15 plus one is 16 because my brawn's plus one. I got a 16. And nine. All right. So I choked to some degree. But don't you get a bonus for planning? Oh, well, Jonah, what's up? Yeah, how about that? You get a bonus of planning. Yes. Tack that on. Thank you. Wiggity, wiggity, bang. So CJ is the first out, and he rushes uh, this this thing. Screaming, because I'm stupid. And and Cliff, you're on your way out, and you kind of slip a little on the mud, (sighs) but you were ready for it, and you brace yourself, and you're up. So, all right, plans commencing. I'm running to the right of him. Exactly, and getting his uh, his attention, and just kind of looping around in a very wide loop. Then I'm just going to cut it hard and rush uh, past him while CJ tackles him. Basically, yep. Get our first loop around him. I went right. He went left. Yep. He's coming around, and then I'm gonna once he's looped, I'm tackling him. And as soon as you're out of the tunnel, you notice that this floor is not mud; that this is stone. This, is, this was intricate stonework. There are torches that completely line this room that might be bigger than you were expecting it to be. Okay. Uh, and Chance, you're right behind them, so you see this as well. Right in the wall is carved a pretty deep shelf with, a, with what probably first appears to be a coffin. 
that's stuck into the wall. Nice. The tunnel you are climbing out of, above it is a shelf that must be the altar that Phaedra described. So this tunnel was underneath the altar. The walls are almost all covered with triskeels. It looks like they were carved and dyed in a long time ago with some kind of pigment that still lasts. On the other side of this wide cave, it gets wet and then it's just a big pool. So you have plenty of space, but if you get too close to it, you basically fall into the lagoon. Okay. You guys make the first loop successfully, and Chance, you are out of the tunnel. What are you doing? I'm going to just scream and swing my skates overhead and throw them at, at his legs. Okay, is this... Are you using your brains? Are you using your, your muscles? I, you know, I don't even think we need to roll this one. <laughs> Look, this is kind of a gimme, right? Totally. I mean, I did see Beastmaster. <laughs> and planned it. He also planned it out ahead of time. Yeah, you might get a little bonus for planning it. So are you are you throwing with strength? Are you throwing with, uh, like, oh, flight? Is your priority I, to stay out of the way and run around while you're doing it? Let, yeah, let's say, let's say I'm flying like an like uh well wh- whatever the bird was from Beastmaster, the hawk. Get uh, a, a hawk, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> All right, so uh, a bikini and a hawk. I was gonna say the the loincloth is uncalled for, but thank you. <laughs> All right, yeah. So you are running fast to find the perfect spot. You find it. And you throw, so roll a flight of ten. <laughs> I'm going to spend an adversity token because uh, my flight is twenty. Ooh. So if I take the adversity, I get a ten, right? Yep. <laughs> yeah. And use the yeah use the bonus. <laughs> Let's do it. I'm not messing around anymore. And you're aiming right for the legs, right? Yeah. I'm going to take him out at the ankles. You know what? It, uh, it actually, like, wraps right around his ankles. Now, how long he stays stumbling around and stuck for, I'm not sure. But it went right where you wanted it to go. Nice. Oh. Only has to last nice. long enough for, for CJ to take him down. And Kelly and Phaedra are out next. Uh, so, the, so Lyman has one loop around him. He's got some roller skates around his ankles. All right, guys, get another loop around him real quick and then, like, knock him to the ground and sit on him. If everybody sits on him, I can get the goop. Here I go again on my own. Same thing, brawn and flight? Or are you guys using a different technique now? What's your plan? I'm bum-rushing him like I normally do. Um, Yeah. So I guess that counts. It's either brawn or grit, your call. Uh, But I'm just going to knock him down. No more looping. He's got a loop. Fair enough. If we knock him down, he's not getting free. Okay. I'm going to anticipate that, in fact, that is CJ's battle plan as it has been previously, so I'm not going to waste time trying to loop around him anymore. I'm going to get out of the way. Is that a strength? Uh, protective S- is one of mine. Protective, yeah. okay. So I get to add two to a roll if I'm uh, keeping my friends from getting hurt, if I'm protecting my friends. Phaedra yells out, another loop, guys, and Lyman screams and runs straight towards Phaedra. And so you might get a bonus to try to protect her. Sure I do. I, yeah, no, I'm bum-rushing him. You don't, no, not my get friends, Get him, pal. guys! 
He's heading right at me. So uh, I'm going to try and knock him down. He's got uh, skates around his ankles and a rope all the way around him at least once. And Mm -hmm. uh, I'm just recklessly bum-rushing him with brawn. So it's D12 plus one. What do I need? Yeah. So this is um, a regular target of nine. I rolled an 11 plus one is 12 plus the two for protective. It'd make it 13, 14. Yeah. So so he, he tried to take off right away but stumbled because of the skates. That's what you get. Yay, skates. And you're chance. able to you're able to like uh shoulder, yes. shoulder tackle him. Nice. Yes. And take I him just down? Rush at him. Yeah, I'm just knocking him down. I'm going on top of him. Alright, so Cliff, you are right there, you are holding a rope. Okay. I will uh change my tactics here and move to f- fight, I think, probably, right? To try and try and well, to fight your, him? your call. I don't need to fight him if he's holding him. I just need to get this the the tie this the sea knots or whatever around him, which we I have done previously. We do know yeah. that I know some knots. So yeah, so he's definitely freaking out. And yes, he was totally knocked down. Uh, it's hard to predict how long he will stay there. This is this is so crazy. So is this a, is this a, this is probably not fighting? Um, I'm not f- running. Uh, brains. That's a good stat for me if it is. To tie these to knots, tie the knots really fast? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, go for it. That uh, is a D20. So I finally get to bust out the real D20. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, in the right time. What do brains of nine. Nine. Twelve. Yeah. Yeah. So, so what are you tying? You can get a knot off here. Um, <laughs> tie his hands will, down somehow so tie, he doesn't yeah, like I, attack his, anybody. His feet are probably still a little bit funky, so I will tie his hands together first and foremost. I think that you're like, uh, maybe you got your knee on his back and you've grabbed his arms. And oh, if yeah. He can... No, I'm, 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 on, I'm on his back. You can grab his arms. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I mean, uh, so, so Cliff comes over and, like, drops a knee and starts to, like, pull on the arms. Squish, yeah. And I think that if he can stay down, then you get this knot. Okay. Chance, can you come sit uh, on his feet, too? Yeah, Chance, you're up. Call me Beastmaster. Okay, Beastmaster. Beastmaster, can you and Kodo and Podo hold his legs? Oh my god, don't encourage him. Alright, so you're jumping on him as fast as you can. You're using flight yeah. to tackle him? Yes, I am. Alright, a flight of nine. Another adversity token goes. <laughs> he just takes the ten. <laughs> yeah, I'll take the ten. Sure. Yeah, yeah. Um... You have never seen Chance move this fast. <laughs> We've it's never like, seen him off his skates. No. Yeah. This, is, this is a night of unparalleled mysticism. And Kelly, where are you? Um, I'm staying I'm sticking close to Phaedra because I need to be right there when she stabs the Lyman creature. Sure. So you're you're staying in support. Yeah. You still got that right. badass weapon I gave you? Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's the only thing keeping me safe. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Phaedra. He's pretty much incapacitated. I'm going to run right up to him. And let's see, we've got Chance on his feet, CJ on his back, or are you still on his back? I'm on his, yeah. like his shoulders, head, and then, uh, and then uh, uh, Cliff's on his... Uh, back so with his I hands. can get to like a meaty upper arm maybe. 
everybody's on top of him, sort of like. But you can you can get to an arm. You can get to like the side of his face. If you want to no thanks. Stab yeah. head. Right, I'm no going way. for the arm because uh, <laughs> the ick factor, you know. All right, I've got the knife. Uh, Kelly, bring the bowl over here. Hold it right underneath, right under where I'm gonna stab, and I'm gonna just poke him in. Now, did it? Do we know if I needed like a chunk of skin stuff, or can I just poke him? Like make it a poke. The, What's the word? The, the book says, if you stab him, <laughs> then he will ooze out. You capture the ooze. Okay, I'm just gonna stab his arm. Just poke it right in there. All right, then roll me a grit of ten to keep your nerve. Uh, you know what? I'm just gonna use the adversity token and take a ten. From now on, referred to as taking a chance. <laughs> 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 All right, <laughs> ten. <laughs> so this this goes right into his arm, and he screams. CJ, Cliff, and Chance each roll a fight to resist being thrown off. Oh my! Oh man! Of eight. What's one plus one? Uh, Not good. It's two. That's what I got. Oh, what was the, what was the beat? Eight, you said? Nah, I got a seven. Oh, wait, I have an adversity token. Eight. Woohoo! He spasms and just flails with a, with a strength that he has not had before. And CJ goes flying off, and Chance goes flying off back towards the pool of water. So Kelly, even though Cliff is still on there trying to hold on, trying to tie his arms, it looks like the ooze is starting to come out. If things go poorly, the, the knot may not stay, like depending on how quickly this goes. How do you, Kelly, how do you, what skill are you using uh, to collect this? She is, um, uh, she, so she's watching his movements and trying to do some like chaos theory calculations in her mind to be like, how, how, how is he going to move? How is he going to move? So she can stick the bowl back under there and catch some. Roll brains of nine, please. <laughs> we believe in you. Although, but I can use an adversity token and just take the 10 though, right? You can totally do it. I'm totally doing that. <laughs> All right. Taking a chance. Yeah. So Phaedra's right next to you. And the two of you um, notice that as the ooze goes into the bowl, you can feel the bowl start to, to start to vibrate a little bit and starts to glow a little differently than it had before. So Cliff, on his back, you can feel that this this body is starting to go soft. Okay. But it is still flailing. Mm -hmm. It is still moving as crazy as it can, but it is not as hard as it was. So, uh, really? Um, <laughs> the phrasing in this episode, start to finish, has been fantastic. So, since I have him, since I have his arms behind his back. He's basically only able to flail, I would think, by doing kind of a modified worm, basically, just like either rolling side to side or 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 shifting his, his center of gravity with his legs, right? Just kicking around. He can't get any leverage with the arm, all right? Right, yeah, his arms, you've got his arms, but he is he is kicking, his his abdomen is, is uh is contracting and jerking out. Okay. Um I will uh <laughs> I could draw and shoot him. I could do that. The gun's like, I. you better believe I brought it with me. I don't think it does a whole lot of good on him, though. And if we kill him, he just respawns. 
Okay, then in which case, since I already have this, uh, I will use the leverage I have on him. My knee is in his back. I will try and um, loop it around his his torso, his head, and just pull back and see if I can just like hog tie basically him. sit on him. Yeah, just like, just hog tie him basically. Just yeah, just hold him down. Yep. So I think what you're looking at is uh, is some grit because you you know you can do this, but can you stay steady enough to loop him? Okay. All right. So a grit D8. of seven. Oh, God. On my whopping D8. All right. Uh, six. Um, so you you start to move the, the rope to go under his neck, and he is flailing about, and you kind of lose your positioning on his back. Uh, you're still, like, partially on him, but you're not holding him down as much. Do I notice that the girls got their got their goo? Hey, we got the goo, guys. <laughs> then I am going to do my utmost to just leverage his spazzing to just help me jump off him. I'm not going to try and stay on him. I'm just going to let him buck me off basically as far away as I can get. You've slipped a little bit to the side, and that is that is your plan for as soon as you right yourself. Uh, CJ and Chance. All right, I'm going to like grab Kelly by the elbow, and we're going to go together straight to the dead body in the box. So I'm going to scream, get out of the way and then run straight at the body and knock him down. If I can or run straight at straight at the flailing lineman and knock him down and out of the way. If I can brawn or grit your call. I think it's a brawn. He's still on the ground. Uh, so I think that's a six. Oh, I got it. Yay. Yeah, you got it. All right. So you, you do like a diving shoulder tackle <laughs> And it uh, it moves his positioning, so he is further away and further out of the way of Phaedra and Kelly. Um, chance, you have a chance to come back now. Uh, are my skates still around his ankles? They are. Okay, cool. I'm gonna jump on his legs then. All right. Are you fighting him, or are you just you're flighting? I think it's more like uh, I, th- I think that's about a grit. Okay. To get back, because he's already on the ground. It's not. That's like fighting a worm. Yeah, it looks like CJ and Cliff are actually doing a pretty good job. So this is a this is a grit of six for you. Nice, nice. Okay, I'm gonna yell Beastmaster. <laughs> oh jeez. And roll. I got an eight. Oh wait, hold on. My my die exploded. Sure. <laughs> it's the first. Oh, another eight. Sixteen. Explodes again. I'm gonna bite him. Also. <laughs> Are you? He's turning to goo. You really want to 19. Him? <laughs> no, I'm not biting him. Nin- uh, that's a 19. Uh, Kelly and Phaedra. Okay, so we go straight over to the corpse. I think I hand Phaedra the bowl because even though the book doesn't say anything about who has to do it, it makes she sense is to con- do that. She is, yeah, she's con- like, why take the chance? And she right. is connected to elementals. All right, so I'm going to hand you the knife so my hands are free. Okay. trade off. And then okay. I will pour the goop into the dead body's mouth. Yeah, you can do that. So this is Mr. Lyman looking normal. He's wearing the same clothes that the doppelganger has been wearing every time that you've seen him. So, but he's here and he is still. So walk me through it. What are you doing? Lift up the, the little bowl and I, is his mouth open or shut? 
His mouth is closed. All right, I'm going to pinch his jaws like this to pop his mouth open a little bit. And then I'm going to pour the bowl into <laughs> his mouth. <laughs> Do it again. So you watch the goo slide down his throat. And it takes a moment, but he starts to shake. He starts to twitch. Uh, and as you guys watch, he kind of spasms a little bit. He jerks around a little bit. And Chance, CJ, and Cliff feel the bo- the doppelganger completely turn to mush as you lay on top of it. I think you can all roll a flight of uh, of an eight because you were you were grabbing onto this thing. <laughs> I got a two. Hey, I choked the last time, so I did get an adversity token from that one, and I'm going to play it for my my for my flight because it's yeah, I'm taking a chance. So what's your what's your final number, Cliff? It's not a number if I take the ten, right? Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Go ahead, yeah. Yeah, I'm going to do the same thing because I I still have plenty of adversity tokens. I don't think I made a roll last time. So yeah, so Cliff and Chance, uh, you feel this thing starting to dissolve, and you jump the hell off. And uh, CJ, you were just there to keep this thing down to protect everybody. Oh yeah, I fall headlong in, oh, like full face body. down. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Keep your mouth closed. <laughs> and Mr. Lyman sits up, and he is coughing, and he doesn't understand what's happening. He doesn't know what he's seeing, and he slowly starts to come back, and he looks around at everyone says what's let suffices to say you owe us huge so isn't there somewhere to place uh artifacts in this thing you were yeah, saying yeah here earlier? on the altar uh, right here where the the tunnel came up under it see let's see these little go. spots we got All these right, things let's, let's yeah. do it uh everybody think that's All a good right. idea cuz lord knows what's going to happen I will give you this uh, this uh, spyglass if you give me the gun, Cliff. Haven't I been doing awesome sauce with it thus far, though? Well, then point it at Lyman because the book was in his freaking house. He oh, knew what was going point. on. Oh, oh good that point. Is good very good point. point. Hey, Mr. Lyman, buddy. Uh, you know, no, that's it's all right. Uh, just look the other way, and I'm just gonna start kind of like loosely, like kind of putting my arm over him like you know you've been through a lot but mostly i'm just basically starting to tether him up while he's still like zoning you're tying his arms just up rope i'm tying his arms yeah all right i put the bowl in the spot where it belongs i point to where the knife goes i put the knife where it goes and i dig around in my backpack real fast to pull out the the locket pendant thing and stick it where it goes and as you are finishing up there Mr. Lyman seems to be coming back and he says, um, what are you, what are you, what are you kids doing here? Cleaning up your dumb mess. We, we <laughs> saved your, we saved your life, Mr. Lyman. Well, wait a, how did you, how did you stop it? We, like I, I remember stabbed the it. spell worked. <clears throat> And then uh, I we remember the dance. We had to kill you dance. like three or nine times. Hold on, wait, you, you did this. Oh, wait, 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 back up, back up. The spell worked. You did a spell on purpose <laughs> to do this. 
Yeah. Oh, you suck so bad. To do what? Why? Why? He looks very confused. What? It's so... It's so you don't die. Yeah, but you didn't read the whole thing, obviously. You read the whole chapter, always. Right? Including the cliff notes. It's like you've never done homework before. For the first time in her life, Kelly has somebody raising a high five for her to complete. (laughs) (laughs) She savors the moment. (laughs) But there was no reason, there was nothing that could have hurt me or, or... or stop me, except for the. We killed you like nine, nine times, you dumbass. No. I mean, I the... think I think Miss Crenshaw stabbed you. <laughs> I think that. Yeah, yeah, you don't. You only die with the knife. So. Yeah, no kidding. She stabbed who... you with the knife. And you turned to goo, and then you came back again, and then you got stabbed again, and then you came back again, I, and then wait, we stabbed you again. Came... No, I don't. I don't well, remember that. It wasn't remember... your body. It was the zombie. You. I scrape the goo off of my body and slap it onto his now bound face <laughs> and say, This stuff! You came back of, as sacks of this stuff that looked like you but weren't you and were consecutively dumber and more bestial every time you died. Like Kelly said, read the whole chapter! CJ, there's a pool over there. Go wash off. But don't fall I'm in. I'm not washing off in the water, babies! Hey, did nothing happen when we put all the things on the... So when they all go together, there is a vibration. And the room starts to feel a little bit warmer. I don't know that that's a good thing, guys. What's happening here? All right, guys, let's go. All right, come here. What happens when we leave him tied up here? I I was going to say leave him last. We don't have to... Yeah, he, he looks a little stumbly. And shaky, but he looks like he can... He, his strength is God, coming should back. Should we leave the things on the altar or take them back? That's a good question. Our lives have gotten so much worse since we got involved in all this. Can't we just leave them behind? I feel like we should throw them at the bottom of that pool or bury them in the pirate's grave. You know what? I like the pirate's grave thing. Maybe we just... All right, so let's just gather everything up and we'll figure it out later. Because there's still what's-her-name roaming around that wants these things, and we don't want Ooh, her to have them either. Yeah, so, so if right? we leave them here, then she can pro- she can come yeah, and get them. it's easy pickings. All we right. can at least find a place to hide them that she won't know All right. about. In the pirate's grave. Let's just grave. scoop them up and That's stick them in somebody's backpack. Done. Have Lyman go first. That's an excellent idea. Lyman, front and center, sir. Yeah, he uh, he complies. Even though it does look like his his faculties are returning, he's he's totally fine with getting out of here. Go first, dude. Yeah, he goes. And we didn't do that to your house. <laughs> the <laughs> right? raccoons did yeah. it. Do not blame us. Not us. We're out. Yes? Yes? Do we survive? You take the artifacts and you leave? Yes. He is sort of stumbling back to his house as you come out. Maybe we'll check in with him another time. That's an excellent... He's he's not making any decisions tonight. I guarantee that. Since we're here and his faculties have returned, like, does he now remember what, if any, interaction he had with the Ms. Crenshaw and that group of people? Because they they knew each other. I mean, at least his doppelganger knew her and she knew him. So... Okay. So he is walking back to his house. 
What are you asking him? Just wait. How, hey. how do you know Miss Crenshaw? He sort of turns. His feet are all wet because he's not wearing shoes and it's very foggy. He says, who? You'd either know her as a plain looking substitute teacher or as a redheaded Irish lady after these same artifacts. I didn't know her name. The last thing I remember was being in school. And I think I, there was a lady who, okay, okay. She, she was the one who stabbed me with the knife and then pushed me in the closet. Did you do, when did you do the ritual? Oh, like four months ago. (laughs) That is the last thing I remember. I don't, the last thing I remember was a lady with brown hair stabbing me, pushing me into a closet, and then everything went black. Were you working with anyone else? No, uh, no. I mean, there are some scientists from up in Boston who, uh, I mean, they say they're scientists, but really they're just, no, no, I'm not working with anyone. There's no one, no one here. Uh... So no one else knows about this book? Or this ritual? Are you showing him that you have his book? I'm just yelling at him about the book as I've been doing. You know your your dumb blood charm book. Does anyone else know about it? How do you know about that? How do you think we found you? And he he holds his head. No, no, it was... uh, Janice sold it to me. She knows. Okay. Tell us something we don't know. Hey, guys, I... What's on your mind, brother? I think Mr. Lyman's had enough for tonight. We should just I let him concur. go back to bed. I've had enough for tonight. He kind of does like a... Does a little, like, dismissive wave and continues to stumble back to his house. As we stand there watching him go back, I kind of quietly suggest to the others, does it occur to any of you that Maybe Miss Crenshaw was trying to stop this spell that was going on. Maybe she's not, you know, the bad guy. By killing Lyman and bringing him back as a... What did we do? Yeah, she wasn't particularly nice to us, however... I don't think she we was... We weren't particularly we nice to her. Yeah. I think herself. she's a bad guy. I'm yeah. I'm gonna go you know, with bad guy. I can be. I I don't trust anybody over twenty. Good point, dude. Old people are creepy. At some other time, I can be intuitive about it. Well, we need to do some, some other, other time, rolling first. A- after you have sucked at some other rolls. <laughs> yes. Yeah. <laughs> Let me suck at a roll. We need you to be intuitive about that intuitive. and what to do with these right. these artifacts. So let's moped, these mopeds got to get rounded up back to my right, backyard, let's y'all. Let's reconvene there. Hey, I, I have an idea. We should rehearse in the morning. We should rehearse in the morning. Oh, that's we have auditions. Finally, yes. Yes, we should. All right. Ten. And I've got to say, I want to sleep in this time. Two days, two days until the audition. Oh, crap. Um. <laughs> you know what? It's time. To, this. Yeah, we've done our bit for this yeah, craptastic island. Why don't we just spend the whole day rehearsing? Our, that's what I'm saying. I've got a better idea. 
<laughs> Why don't we find an ancient Celtic blood ritual that will make us win? That's nope. genius. <laughs> All right. And then we don't no, have no, to wait. practice. Hey, I got an idea. Guys. Hey, <laughs> Kelly, will, will you promise to read the book and let us know if there's an ancient Celtic blood ritual that will let us win the talent show music auditions? I promise. <laughs> All right. I, I sleep if better not, if I read before bed anyways. Right. So if not, we're still rehearsing tomorrow at 10 a.m. Yes, but first off, we'll discuss what Kelly learned from the book. All right. Back on the mopeds. Back to cliffs. And on the way home, it feels like the fog might be lifting. <gasps> Guys, we That's did it. We about. killed the fog. That's what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, we, mm-hmm, we don't know mm-hmm, why the room was getting warmer down there, but... Because we lifted a curse, oh, man. Okay. Curses are always cold that and crappy. Okay. <laughs> At least they were in the village of Hamlet and the other modules I played. <laughs> Baneful miasma covers the town. <laughs> the Lumber Ghost Mysteries features Jason Adair as Chance. Mars Homeworld as Cliff, Mikey Mason as CJ, Mary Stack as Kelly, Kirsten Vaughn as Phaedra, and I am Jonah Knight. Kids on Bikes was written by Jonathan Gilmore and Doug Lewandowski, co-published by Hunters Entertainment and Renegade Game Studios. Learn more about the game at renegadegamestudios.com. Original art for the Lumberghost Mysteries by Mikey Mason. Additional art courtesy of Hunter's Entertainment. The theme song was written by Jonah Knight and Mars Homeworld. Additional music composed by Mars Homeworld. Phaedra's Astral Projection song composed by Liam Vaughn. Many sound effects for this series were found at freesound.org. The Lumberghost Mysteries is produced by actualstorypodcasting.com. Learn more at actualstorypodcasting.com.